Previously on the Dice Girls. Uh, we had heard that some gnomes were being attacked and possibly taken. I don't know what's going on. I know gnomes are disappearing and that's about uh, the extent of my knowledge on the subject. He kind of looks around and his voice gets a little quieter. Welcome to the gnome resistance. <gasps> Sadie's body has disappeared, but you do see something on the ground where she was. It's the pendant that she was wearing. Hey guys, remember the symbol? It was on a door in that church that we were in that sucked. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> Maybe that's the key to the door. Yeah. So you, you just put the pendant into the yeah. indentation. When you do that, you hear like a like a mechanical kind of clicking sound, and the door slowly swings oh. open. What will our adventurers do about what they find in the church basement? Can they finally complete their quest to figure out why the gnomes have been disappearing? And, most importantly, what's the funniest name you can think of for an NPC? You're about to find out. With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. When you round the last corner of the stairs, you can see a huge, expansive basement. It's all one room, and it seems to be about the size of the whole church. And it's a little chaotic because it's absolutely full of gnomes. (gasps) I mean, it looks like there's over a hundred of them. Oh my god. And they're all yelling for help. They're dirty, their clothes are bedraggled, they gape at you in shock, and then they see Sadie. Oh no. Oh, I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) And their yells for help turn to yells of anger. Oh no. They're pretty angry when they see Sadie. I feel like I should change out of Sadie. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll change out of Sadie. Guys, I'm not Sadie. <laughs> I'm not her. <laughs> it was a disguise. <laughs> Who do you change into? Uh, just me. Okay. They look pretty shocked. There's still there's still a lot of yelling. There's a lot of gnomes down here, a hundred of them at least. They're all just they're kind of yelling at you in confusion and and you know, talent is kind of peeking around because you can't all kind of fit down the stairs at the same time. But one of the gnomes, he kind of steps forward from the crowd and he kinda of like turns around and like holds up his hands and everybody kinda of hushes down. There's still some murmurs. This gnome, uh he's an older gnome. He's he's bald and he's got some age spots kinda of like here and there on his head. Um his beard is is completely white and he's wearing glasses um but he seems surprisingly robust um for looking so so old and and he says hello my my name is my name's el nombre <laughs> <laughs> is that with a, a silent g in the middle please <laughs> yes it is now <laughs> Um, that is one of our NPC names oh. from a patron. <laughs> I love it. El Nombre comes from Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. <laughs> Fitting. Who is, yeah, one of our, uh, one of our patrons on nice. Patreon. And so he says, are you with, are you with them? What, no. what, who, what happened? Who are you? We killed Sadie. But you were Sadie. I'm a changeling. <laughs> okay. Why would you pretend to be Sadie. So we could sneak in here. 
What's going on? Why would you... So she's dead? She's dead. What about the rest of them? Uh, there doesn't seem to be anybody around. We killed another one, but... We Most of them are still there. Yeah. We have to get out of here. They're, they're, she's been holding us down here for, for months. Oh. We, we haven't. Has anyone started digging a secret tunnel? <laughs> just, let's just start there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyone with a spoon trying to get their way out of here? That's a great idea, but this place is m- kind of magically sealed. Oh. We haven't, it, it, nobody's been able to hear us. We're, we're so surprised you were able to hear us. There was some kind of si- silence spell and, and, and they couldn't oh. even. He killed her. They, they couldn't <gasps> hear us. Until just a little bit ago, we, oh. we realized that the spell was, was broken. It's because we killed her. <laughs> what? <laughs> you so amazing. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Just give me a second here. <laughs> Whew. That's good stuff. Okay. The fact that the spell is gone does lead me to believe something happened to her. So, like death. Like, yeah. What did, what did she do? tell you i mean did she tell you anything you she's what did she tell you she uses quilted northern just so you know (laughs) i mean (laughs) we investigated i rolled a nine (laughs) (laughs) oh triggers um she didn't tell us much other than she's looking for someone named Wolfric. She is. She's searching very hard for Wolfric. I don't know. I don't... She tells so many stories, it's hard to know which ones are true. You can't really believe most of what she says. She's definitely a liar. None of that matters now. We need a way to get all of you out of here. Let's think about this logistically. How's this gonna work? A caravan with a (laughs) hundred gnomes is gonna be pretty obvious. But you have to be Satan again so that we can get by the scary people. We need some way to get all of them out of here. We need to do it before anyone notices that Sadie's dead. As soon as they notice, what? Re- why wouldn't they come down here? Whether they know what it is or not. Sadie's the only one who's been down here. I think she's the only one that has the key. How did you get in? This. And I hold up the... <laughs> His El Nombre's face is shocked. <laughs> Sorry, El Nombre. I know it's the best name. <laughs> Thank you, dumb fancy dinosaurs. <laughs> Uh, his face is a look of shock. Well, well, it appears that you may have actually killed her. Yeah. Or you're her. No, no, I'm not. She doesn't even know how to make tea. (laughs) Can't possibly be Satan. (laughs) Why, why are you here? Oh, that's right. They don't know about the gnome resistance. Yeah. We're part of the gnome resistance. We're here to save you. The what? The gnome resistance. Yeah, after the gnomes started disappearing, a group of other gnomes formed a resistance. (laughs) You see some of the gnomes that are, like, the most bedraggled, like, they look like they've been here the longest. They kind of start to tear up. And they just look very hopeful. We even have jackets. They're cloaks. Cloaks. (laughs) See it? It, Does Turgus pull out his cloak? Yeah. This is it. This is our outfit. This is our our resistance. You hear several of the gnomes kind of speak up at once, saying, "Hey, that's that's my family crest. <gasps> that's that's from my family. That's oh my God. that's mine." Yeah, that's the they sewed together all of the crests of the people that they lost. And then some of them are just crying now. Aww. I mean, they're like they are in shock. Elmbre says, "Well, 
obviously, we're going to do whatever we can to help you get us out of here safely. Where is this gnome resistance that you speak of? How big is it? Can uh, it accommodate all of us? From what I Scuttle's pretty big, right? Yes, it's very big inside. Yeah. They have plenty of room for you. Yeah. Is there anything, what can, I mean, we know nothing about this church or what they're, what they're doing. What are they, why, why did they keep us here? All she said is they're trying to unlock something in their blood. With gnomes? Yeah, I don't know. She's weird. Yeah. She has emodium in her blood. Does she have emodium in (laughs) her blood? Yeah. That's part of the secret. You mean Asmodeus? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? I don't understand. Yeah, neither do I really. I'm not. I know she's looking for Wolfric, but good luck with that. (laughs) He's long gone. Where's he? Well, I mean, none of us really know for sure. Most of us have heard of him. Wolfric, over a hundred years ago, was convicted of a heinous, unspeakable crime. And he was sentenced to spend the rest of his life ferrying souls to the afterworld. None of us have heard of him, you know, heard from him since. I mean, you don't hear from people once that's their sentence. And we all just assumed that he died there. You don't escape the afterworld. Are we going to have to go to the afterworld and save Wolfric? (laughs) Well, I mean, if he committed a crime. We don't know that. These people lie. Oh, wait. Not you guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the the story, you can see several gnomes kind of nodding as El Nombre says, the story of Wolfric is, is well known in our community and in our, in our, with our people. He, if he did the things that they say he did, he's better gone. Hmm. But I don't know why Sadie would want to find him. It, despite the fact that most of us think that Wolfric is long dead, she's convinced that he's still alive and that he's hiding somewhere. And, and, and she just wants to find him. And I mean, she's even got a whole room dedicated to his location. I just, I don't know why she wants to know where he is. What room? This is, where is it? It's, it's back there. He points to the other end of the big giant basement room and you do see another closed door. Uh oh, let's open it. (laughs) (laughs) Who goes first? Rachna goes first. Okay. And tries to open the door. It's locked, but you also notice the same indented symbol. Oh, Rachna catch. <laughs> Throw the symbol. And the gnomes have kind of like moved out. Oh, no. <laughs> Rachna doesn't catch it. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's okay. It landed close to her, so she picks it up off Wouldn't the floor. Wouldn't that be more my fault because I don't have dark vision? <laughs> yeah, right? You don't know what's going Rachna on here. Rachna catch. <laughs> <laughs> I throws it like five feet to the left of his <laughs> that dark in here it's pretty dark um okay. gnomes have dark vision but oh okay okay, okay. they do <laughs> i looked it up <laughs> before this session that's good because otherwise i was going to be asking about the entire thing that took place before that but okay no gnomes have dark vision um I open and they the part door. as you go to the other side of the room and cool i hope you. i didn't hit anybody you didn't you didn't <laughs> okay. hit anybody <laughs> just that one little weak one that's okay <laughs> oh there are like some small children <gasps> in here as well. Oh no. There's it's gnomes of every shape and size and, and gender and age and she just seems to have been collecting them all. Wow. Well at least not one pool house of friends. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um so Rachna uh uses the pendant. Yep. Okay, Rachna, you open the door and when you step into the room, are you alone? Is anybody there with you? I'm right behind her. <laughs> I'm Trigus. struggling to walk, but I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> okay, it's dark. It's dark. Oh, I'm following, making you 
Okay. And Talon as well. Uh, so you're a little bit behind Rachna. She steps into the room first. I just first. realized I'm in really big clothes now. <laughs> you are. Your clothes are huge. Yeah. The room is a mess. There's a single desk. It has papers all over it. But there are many, many more papers that have been attached to the wall in different orders. There's hand-drawn maps scribbled onto different papers. There's circles around different portions of, of flyers about events going on in cities. There's some, there's like hastily scribbled notes on the wall with the most papers on it. In the center, you notice a map with a line drawn towards a mountain range that seems to be northwest of Timbertide, as far as you can tell. The center mountain has been circled many, many, many times. There's a drawing on another piece of paper that's attached right next to that circle with a line drawn to it. And that drawing is of a single mountain that appears to have been split. There's like a large V-shape missing from the top of it. And it makes it look like two mountains merging into one. Rachna, you recognize this particular mountain because you were born in the small... born in the small hidden village that lies at its base. Oh my god. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't I was the Rockton was the first one who went in. So, um I think it would be safe to assume that this might catch her eye and she might be the first person to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Uh so I think in a normal situation, Rockna would probably be I mean, she probably she knows that, you know, that half of her party can't see very well right now. And I think in a normal situation, she would probably be looking for a lantern to light or something like that. But ever since Sadie died, she's just just very slightly, just a little, she's a little shook. <laughs> Fair. She's, uh, she's a little shaken. And so she's not really thinking about stuff like that. So, and also there's like a hundred or hundreds of gnomes that now they have to find some way to, basically all of this is a lot. And so she goes into this room without thinking about anything else except finding out whatever she can. And she gets to the table and she sees this picture of the Twin Peak Mountain. And I don't think she says anything. She picks it up, she holds it in both hands and holds it kind of tightly and it, and it crumples and a little on the edges. And she's, and she's staring at it and she's definitely starting to shake a little. Um, and she doesn't say anything. I don't know what everyone else is doing. <laughs> yeah, by this time, the other three of you have kind of made your way into the room. Um, Talon has pulled out, uh, like, a, he has a torch. Okay. And he has pulled out a torch and, and lit it and is, is holding it high above so that the room lights up and there's shadows now because of the torch. But you can now see and so can Talon. <laughs> right. And you walk in and you are greeted by the side of Rachna. Standing there, holding very tightly to a single piece of paper. You good, Rachna? <laughs> I remember this mountain. This is where this is where my, I was born. What? Whoa! My village was by this peak. This is almost all I remember of it. Is this peak? I. How long has it been since you've been there? Nearly my whole life. I was six years old when I left. It's it's almost been twenty years. Whoa! Wow! It looks like Sadie thought it was pretty important. Do you think? What do you, I mean, we gotta go there. Yes, we have to go there. All right, dudes. Right now, we just need to focus on getting the gnomes out of here. Maybe we should take her maps and stuff? Yeah, we should definitely take all the notes we can carry, everything from in here. 
Sounds like a good idea to me. And you know, I've been I've been thinking if we maybe we can get the gnomes out in in small groups. I mean, I mean, if you can look like a tiefling, it might be better. And and I can always call Guile; he'd be willing to help. I'm sure. Maybe we can just kind of ferry them out in small groups. I mean, it's a whole you know almost a day's journey back to Narstad. Oh, but maybe if we could at least get them to the city limits out of town, yeah, maybe they'd be okay. Hopefully before sunrise. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it's pretty late now. We've got we some time. Move. I don't think we can afford to waste any more time. Whatever we do, we need to do it now. So are we each going to take a group? I think so. But then we're splitting the party. But we've got like 25 gnomes with us. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and like I said, Guile. I know Guile will be willing to help. Yeah, let's get Guile on the horn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right, I'm going to go. I'll go I'll go run and, and wake him up and, and get him here and kind of catch him up on the situation and, and I'll be back and uh, maybe in the meantime okay. if you guys want to gather up all these papers and you know like organize the maybe organize the gnomes into groups maybe maybe don't put all the strong ones in the same group <laughs> yeah. oh yeah I'll see you in a little bit okay and he exits the room okay I'll arm wrestle them all <laughs> and we'll see who could go in which group <laughs> that's gonna take way too long <laughs> I got two arms <laughs> Hello, listeners. Listen to your office. Now back to us. Now back to your office. Now back to us. Sadly, the real world isn't us. But if it started being a thrilling fantasy realm and included badass, diverse characters, it could look like it was us. Now look down. Look back up. Where are you? You can't see because it's in a podcast, but we're on a starship. In the podcast, your life could sound like. What's in your mind? Back at us, we have it. It's a one-shot featuring episodes of that obscure RPG you love. Listen again. The Starship is now a 1920s Mitsubishi Model A. Anything is possible when you listen to Tabletop Potluck and open your eyes to a multitude of RPG systems. I'm on an owl bear. Tabletop Potluck. Hey Dicelings, it's Becca, your DM, here for a couple of quick announcements. First, did you love that promo by Tabletop Potluck parodying the Old Spice commercial? Oh my gosh, it was genius. It was so funny. Make sure you go check them out. They've got such a cool show concept, such a cool show. Go listen to Tabletop Potluck. We recommend it. Second, I want to thank Damn fancy dinosaurs for the name of El Nombre. Dem fancy dinosaurs got to pick that name uh, as part of our Patreon. Uh, it used to be that on a certain tier level, you could name an NPC. Now we have restructured our Patreon, which is big and exciting. And as part of that restructure, we have decided to take our name an NPC perk and offer it to our friends on Twitter. So now all you have to do if you would like an NPC named after you is to tweet about the show using the hashtag the Dice Girls. Uh, and if you do that, we might pick your name to feature on the show as an NPC. I want to say thank you so much to the two patrons that we've got since last week. DJ Evil Dave from the Dark Corner podcast. And then Courser's Folly Entertainment also became a patron 
patron of the show this week. So thank you both so, so very much. We very much appreciate your patronage. And if you would like to become a patron, it's patreon.com slash the dice girls. Okay, final announcement. You may have noticed that we're kind of like wrapping up this first story arc. Just to keep you updated, we have two more episodes that are sort of like interlude episodes where they're um, where our party's going to get some some important information before they head on to the next uh, destination. Um, after those two next episodes, we're going to do a clips episode to kind of recap everything that has happened in this story arc so far, and then our party will be off on the next quest. We want to say thank you so much to everyone who listens and shares and supports us. To grab some of those clips from the previously little recap at the beginning, I had to go way back into some older episodes and hearing the sound quality made me cringe so hard. (laughs) So the fact that y'all are still here with us through all of that is a dang miracle and we are so incredibly grateful for you. Thank you so much. And now I'm going to quit talking and get back to the show. See you next week. Okay, who's first? Are we still doing the arm wrestling no, thing? No, Trace, or? we're not going to arm wrestle them. Okay, what do you need me to do? Not cause mass chaos. <laughs> Done. We're just picking up all these papers and yeah. everything. Yeah. Is there anything else in this room that's a secret? Oh, yeah. Sh- you probably investigate. You can room. investigate if you like. Yeah, let's do that. You can all roll an investigation oh. check if you want. Okay. Four. <laughs> I got a two. <laughs> I got 18 plus one. Oh, oh yeah. Rachna's our savior. Plus five. So I got a seven. Oh. Rachna, you do see kind of in the corner, there's like like a pile of blankets. Um, one of them is kind of like piled up like a pillow almost. You make the conclusion that Sadie spent much more of her time here than she did at her own house. Oh. And there's just a lot of papers with, there's just notes and, and you don't really notice anything like hidden. You get the feeling that this place seemed pretty secure to her, especially since she held the key on her neck. And so she really wasn't careful to hide anything in here. This is all out in the open, Sadie. She was doing sleepovers <laughs> with the gnomes. <laughs> um, and not too long after, you hear footsteps coming down the stairs oh. and you hear, dude, it's just oh, us. Thank goodness. <laughs> and Talon uh, rounds the corner down the stairs and, and Guile is, is behind him looking a little nervous and some of the gnomes whip their heads around and look a little concerned when they when they see Guile. But then El Nombre actually steps up and says, guys, he's, he's fine. He's with them. He's good. It's okay. All right. I think Kai's group should go last. That way she can stay here and transform and appear as Sadie so that if anyone notices mm. us, mm-hmm. she can tell them anything. She can tell them she just needs to, she's taking them for an experiment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm pretty sure she's been telling them that she's been killing us, but she hasn't killed any of us. We're just kind of here. She's just kind of asking for information. I mean, pretty... You know, she's pretty insistent on the information, but I mean, she hasn't even... So she wasn't hurting you? Nah, none of us have been hurt by her. We're just kind of trapped down here. (sighs) She was a good guy. I don't think she was a good guy. Okay. She didn't hurt or kill any gnomes? No. All of us are... All of us are here. I mean, I think... uh, It sounds like, you know, the the deacons might have gotten a hold of a couple of us, unfortunately, and that didn't end well. But as far as Sadie goes... 
she was just telling them that she was killing us. We overheard her a couple of times talking to, I don't know, Carmax, whatever his name was. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, she, none of, we're all, we're all fine. I mean, it's not, I mean, we've been trapped in a basement for (laughs) six months, but. But you're alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ragna's devastated, but she knows that we have to just keep going. So let's, let's do this. All right, let's, let's go. I'm super worried about Tricky's group. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lead the way. Um, Am I leading the way? Uh, nope. <laughs> I will keep the little people uh, happy and feeling secure by singing songs. We can sing campfire Trigus, songs. Trigus, we gotta be quiet. I'll whisper campfire songs. Or just nothing? No? Okay. <laughs> you sound so sad. All right. Um. The gnomes go marching one by one. Hoorah. Hoorah. Oh, my God. Oh, but the rest of that song doesn't go so well. So let's, <laughs> let's not yeah. go there. Let me have you guys roll a stealth check. Seven. Stealth is dexterity, so eight. Oh, my God. I rolled a two, but I have, I have plus seven. Okay. So that's that's at least nine. I got a sixteen. Nice. Oh my God. What a surprise of everyone. When we give Trigus really direct instructions, he just he does it, man. He follows directions really well. Let me roll for Talon and Guile's groups. Uh, Talon got a twenty-two, basically. Wow. And Guile did really well as well. So, how did the rogue blow <laughs> I mean, all together, I got an eight, so you did slightly better than me. I mean, maybe you two had groups with, like, children in them. Small uh, children. Ragna picks up all the littlest and weakest uh, looking ones and puts them on her shoulders. And- that's precious. <laughs> so, um, Talon's group and Guile's group and Trigus's group all have no problems. Maybe it's because of your big clothes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just dragging my hands. <laughs> I made a lot of noise. <laughs> them are tripping over your... <laughs> Sleeves that are dragging your pant legs, they're <laughs> tripping all over them. Why don't you change into Sadie to be safe? Oh, yeah, should for, I? Yes, I I've got a lot of children with me. I don't freak them out. We already explained to them that you're a magic trick. <laughs> you're a magic trick. <laughs> I'm a magic trick. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll be Sadie. Okay, all right. In any case, you, your group is a little noisier. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not used to being so tall. <laughs> you hit your head on a branch. But luckily you do manage to get your group to the edge of town safely. Rachna, as you are leading your group through the streets of the Waterside District, a man kind of comes stumbling down the road and hears you. And he's a human man. And he stops. And says, hey, hey, what's going on here? He seems a little intoxicated. Knock him out. Wow. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I kind of thought the same thing. I mean, go for it if you want to. No, I don't think that's a Rachna thing. I think that's an Ashley thing. (laughs) Is to knock people out, I guess. (laughs) Nothing to see here. What What are you talking about? Well, you got lots of little <laughs> gnomes there with you. What, aren't they like missing or something? Are you kidnapping these gnomes? What are you talking about? There's no gnomes here. What? <laughs> it's just you and me. There's no gnomes here. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the most bold-faced 
lie I've ever heard in my life. He's a listen. I tried to tell him he's a listening. Literally have 20 gnomes. You've got kids on your back. Carrying children. Uh, I need you to roll me a deception check. Seven plus one. <laughs> no, no, there's no gnomes right. There's no one right there. I don't know, man. There's nothing here. You should go home. Where, where are you going with all these gnomes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Rocknet just doubles down. There's no gnomes here. You should go home. You're intoxicated. She's getting louder and bigger. I'm not intoxicated. I'm having a good night. There's no need to get angry. I just want to make sure you're not kidnapping a bunch of gnomes is all. No, these are halflings. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting kind of tired. You just, you make sure they're not kidnapping any gnomes, okay? I'll, I'll try. You, you, go, you, you go promise? I, yeah, I promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good night. And he wanders back off, and <laughs> you are able to safely, <laughs> with no other incident. What did I just do? I don't know. Yelled at I the failed, drunk guy. I, I failed my role, and I was like, "Nope, I'm gonna keep going." Oh, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you safely get your group out of the city <laughs> after that encounter with a drunken man. It's good. After a long tiring night of travel you all arrive back in narstad with your with your separate groups kai your group was the last group um and the sun is just starting to rise as your group makes it back to the scuttle and it's already mm. kind of a little chaotic in there as they as they find different rooms for all the different families and there's definitely some celebration going on and, and Billrick is obviously there. I changed back. Out of, I'm not. Okay, okay. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> yeah, I don't good. want to be Sadie anymore. You're, okay, yeah. You're Kai. Kai, you're Kai again? Yeah. Okay. Billrick sees your group come in last, and he he gathers uh, the three of you. Talon has already gone to bed. He's exhausted, and Guile has been sent back to... He's. They offered him a room, uh, Billrick says, but he he wanted to get back home to his uncle. Um, he didn't know about the resistance, right? He didn't, but he does now. <laughs> Talon filled him in. I guess he had to, to transport yeah. gnomes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Sounds like a Talon thing to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Billrick gathers the three of you and, and he's he looks exhausted but very happy and he says, oh, I never I never thought we'd see uh, well, you three again, let alone <laughs> let alone Everyone, this is almost everyone is here, and and he's getting emotional. He's getting a little choked up. I don't know what I can do to thank you for bringing back our families. You can give us money. Do you have any money? I guess no. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll pay you for oh, sure. And soup. Just the, yes, all the soup you want. I imagine the three of you are quite exhausted, and if you would like to go back to your rooms for the evening, well, it's morning now, but I imagine you would like to get some rest. I have told everybody not to disturb you until you're ready to, to come and join the celebrations. So if, if you're, if you're wanting to go get some rest, please do so. And, and just know that we are forever in your debt. I could use a nap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'll go back to my room. Yeah. 
Same. Okay. So you all have separate rooms at the scuttle. You all have private rooms. Oh. Um, so. <laughs> so That's all right. I want to <laughs> hear a little bit about what each of you does before you crash out if you do anything. Um, I feel like I take, like, a long bath. Just, like, I feel gross being Sadie. So I'm like, no more. Get it away from me. Yeah. Just get all the icky off. Yeah. I feel like Kai is just, like, too tired to think. Okay. (laughs) She just, like, flops on the bed and just passes out. Yeah. What does Trigus do? Oh, God. Oh, Trigus, he, like, his possessions are, like, so precious to him. And I don't think you guys know this. Because usually we sleep in the same room. And I try to kind of... Kind of hide it, but I take out my tiny cage with no door, uh, the rope of inconvenience, which you gave me back, and <laughs> my rock that smells like sweat and fish, and my cork that smells like orange, and then I just kind of curl up on the bed, and then I just kind of cradle them oh. in my arms. What about your crayon box? That's precious. And my crayon box. <laughs> I gotta write that down. That's precious. Yes. And so, Trigus, is is this just like a, I know you're exhausted. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. All right. How's Trigus feeling emotionally? Happy. I feel happy that, you know, that the little people are are safe and I'm wondering what's going to happen next. Fair. And Rachna. Rachna goes into her room and shuts the door. She starts off. She starts off pretty normal. She's starting to take off her boots and armor and stuff to get ready to go to sleep. And it takes her a second to allow herself to kind of get hit with everything that they just did. And she starts to realize that that it's going to start kind of flooding in for her. So she kind of pushes herself onto the bed and sits up and she starts to try to meditate with her, with her holy symbol, which is her little dragon. Yeah, the little silver dragon, the Bahamut icon that she has. And she's got that in her hands and she's sitting there and she's got her eyes closed, her back's up straight. She's sitting with her legs crossed and she's trying real hard to start meditating, but she can't. And, uh, she cries instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rockna doesn't get much sleep. That's fair. While you're trying to meditate, you do feel a warmth kind of wash over you. And it doesn't calm all of your emotions, obviously, because you're feeling a lot of very big and very real emotions over everything that's happened lately. But it does, it's a little comforting. It's like a hug. I think that just makes her cry more. (laughs) Fair. The three of you get a, well, not Rachna, but you're still, if you lost any hit points, if you used any spell slots, you gain all of those things back um, because you're resting. And I think we're going to end it there. Mm-hmm.